Pulp MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Keeper Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Keeper Tested. Here he is, Chris Keeper. Howdy, gang. Thanks for joining me. I am Chris Kiefer, and welcome into the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for joining me for the number two show of the week. That's right. We have done two so far. Probably going to do about three or four of these. We are super busy right now, and it is cranking along for these shows because it is the busy season for the industry, and there's a lot of new bikes and a lot of things going on. So, why not just crank out these shows and get you guys down the road or in the shop or wherever you guys listen to this thing, uh, get you guys some more information, and uh, just let you know what's going on in the world of motorcycles. So uh, this week, we are a little bit busy with the Yamaha function, and we had a Suzuki function, and now we got to ride Kenny Roxon's race bike straight from the LA Coliseum. The HEP Twisted Suzuki team was uh, very, very nice to us and let a lot of the media hop on and just ride the crap out of Kenny's bike. Poor thing. It got ridden the shit out of today at Fox Raceway. So I thought you guys would be interested in what I had to say about the bike and break it all down and kind of compare what I feel the bike does versus Jet maybe Chase's bike. And, uh, yeah, just give you guys some information and just like what we do, a little bench racing here, right here, right now on the show. So first things first, let's pay some bills. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only one-stop shop for all of us crazies out there that love two wheels, four wheels, spiders, or whatever you got out there. Rocky Mountain is the place to go shopping. First things first, you guys know what to do. Please, oh, please. <laughs> uh, that sounds like begging, but maybe I am. Maybe I am begging. Please, oh, please go to my website, keyforingtesting.com. Click on that Rocky Mountain banner and then continue to live your life. Go do some shopping, and we just get a slice of what you guys are purchasing, and it helps us out a lot. Keeps the show up and moving. Let's the Rocky Mountain brass know that you love this show, and it lets them know that, hey, let's keep Kiefer around a little bit because this show is actually valuable. So that is nice. Thank you for doing that. If you guys do do that, and if you guys want to do some shopping, fxrracing.com is the place to go do that if you want some sweet gear 60 fxr collaborated helmets we have some of those over there and we have a code kkmx35 to save 35 percent off anything fxr related we do have an fta code if you're interested in some fta gear and if you're a lady and you want to get a better code than the gentleman hit me up chris at keyforinktesting.com and help you ladies out there to look better than the dudes out on the track I love it when ladies ride and they uh, they get a kick out of riding dirt bikes. And uh, I don't know. I think it's universal. It's a unisex kind of sport, man. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is about these dirt bike things, but it, it works on both sides. So if you guys uh, want to get some gear, go to fxrracing.com. And if you want better suspension, you want a better KTM, maybe a Kawasaki or maybe even a Suzuki, Mark and the guys over at REP will help you out. Use the code KKREP. 
to get your suspension dialed in and get a break on what you're purchasing right here because you listen to the show. And, of course, Power Motorsports Works Connection Lit Pro. Get the new Mini S. Kiefer 10 is that code. If you want to measure up with your boys or just know how you're doing on the track, blood lubricants. Kiefer is the code to save 25% off a case of oil. 60 helmets, Kiefer 23, over on 60's website. International Vet Motocross Association, which is oldtimers.com. Go race with your buddies 30 and over, get some longer motos and have a great time, and then go home safe so you don't have to hit up little teenagers revving at you. Just got older dudes ripping around with you. Great series. Dunlop Motorsports. Get yourself a new MX-34 if you haven't yet. Pro Taper. Evo. SX Race. Hmm. Real good bar. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Decal Works. Alpine Stars. Oakley. Polysport Plaques. Plastics. Always mess that up. Polysport is uh, sold over at Rocky Mountain ATVMC, and you can get a whole kit for your Suzuki or maybe your Kawasaki. And... Uh, Get it freshened up a little bit. Polysport Plastics. ETS Racing Fuels. And uh, those guys are all on board with us for 2023 and probably 2024, hopefully. So uh, support these advertisers. They support the show. So this show is not going to be very long. I went out to Fox Raceway today to do the 2024 RMZ 250 450 intro. Look, that's going to be a separate podcast and just give you guys a glimpse of what's going on in there is... Uh, no changes, right? But they do offer some special things through the dealerships for you guys that want to go buy a Suzuki, which we'll talk about in another show. Uh, I'll try to get Kenny Day on that show. And me and Kenny Day, uh, if you don't know who Kenny Day is, he is the Fox gear guy for Ken Roxon, Adam Ciancerulo, uh, the Pro Circuit Race Team. He takes care of all of the Fox athletes, and he has a hard job, but he is a great rider, a great person, and he he's learning more about testing and he can feel his way around a motorcycle so i thought why not bring kenny out to ride kenny's bike because they do work together he has seen what this kenny's been testing the past you know couple years few years that he's been there and uh i thought it would be cool to get kenny on kenny's bikes a little bit of kenny on kenny crime so uh <laughs> it would be a it'd be a fun show we did that on racerxonline.com there'll be a video up i think tomorrow you can check that out when we break down the bike but you guys don't got time to watch a video. I'm going to break it down for you right here. So basically, we, as in the media, got 30 minutes on Kenny's bike. The HEP Twisted T Suzuki team brought two identical bikes. I shouldn't say identical. Well, this is kind of what they told us. They were The two bikes were identical. So we got allotted time, 30 minutes, and our time was in the afternoon. But the whole media was there, and I would say maybe eight different Media outlets got to ride Kenny's bike. So Kenny's bike was being used and abused all day. Um, just ran away, uh, revving it out, clutching it. So uh, when we got to Kenny's bike, it was very, very uh, well used during the day. I think we started at like 9 o'clock and our slot was at 1 o'clock. So there was some time on Kenny's bike, but bikes, I should say. So one bike came straight from the L.A. Coliseum was still dirty. When we took the stills, you can go up on my website right now, the the still of that bike still has LA Coliseum dirt on it, um, which I, I'm fine with. I think it's kind of cool. Straight from the track, we know it's that bike. Sometimes we go to these factory bike tests, and I've had this happen to me in the past. Hey, it's a so-and-so's factory bike. I really don't know if it is, right? 
They might say it's the same exact bike, but maybe they changed some things or not put some stuff on that the factory rider has. That has happened before. I can tell you this. At least one of these bikes came straight from L.A. It was Ken Roxon's bike, exactly how he runs it, and that's what we rode. So when you see the video on RacerX Online, the black shroud plastic is the one straight from L.A. Coliseum. There was another yellow shroud bike that was more of a supercross setting, and that's kind of what he had um, at L.A. Coliseum. So what they did is kind of, I'm sorry, I should take this back. L.A. Coliseum Hybrid, you know, that, that suspension, there was two types of suspension. Chicagoland, which was on the Black Shroud bike, and then the L.A. Coliseum uh, setting, which was stiffer because it was obviously Supercross. That setting was on the Yellow Shroud bike. So um, they just swapped the suspension over for us at Paula. They knew, like, hey, we need more of a hybrid setting. So the L.A. Coliseum bike got the Chicagoland suspension, and then the L.A. Coliseum suspension went on a different bike, which was supposedly the same, which we'll, we'll get into. But nonetheless, it was exactly what I was hoping for. Um, I wasn't expecting too much when I woke up this morning thinking, oh, I'm going to go ride a Suzuki stock bike, but it was going to be really interesting for me to break down Kenny's bike. We all know how picky Kenny is. Uh, when I talked to Kenny Day about his gear, he's very, very particular about gloves. He has been known to be on the line before a main event, and he doesn't like the feel of his gloves. Kenny will have another set of gloves, so he puts that on, and he loves brand-new gloves or washed gloves. Very rarely does he does he wear um, very used style of glove. So no matter what he has, it's pretty much fresh or maybe washed once. So with that being said, going to the suspension side of things, we all have kind of heard this through the Honda years. Like, he's very particular. He wants to change things. And look, when you're at a level of Kenny's uh, career, you're you're at the, the end of the career. I don't want to say, like, oh, he's on the downhill slide. But, I mean, he's older. He is kind of on the downhill slide. But you know what you like. You know, like, when we get older, we're stuck in our ways. That's no different for a rider that's been doing it for 15-plus years, Okay. Kenny knows the feeling that he wants. He chases that feeling and tries to get the team to give him that feeling. There's nothing wrong with that. He's vocal about that. I don't mind having a rider be vocal and and be assertive and sometimes even be pissed if he doesn't have the feel he wants as long as he can return that with results. And Kenny does that. And Kenny did that this year. I haven't seen Kenny ride this good in a very long time. I'm sure you guys can attest to that. Holy shit. He won one race, Supercross, and then he won a moto in this SMX series, but he was in Jet and Chase's ass through this whole three-round SMX series. He was the only other guy besides Chase that could keep Jet in sight. And that says something. And he's doing it on a Suzuki. You know, we talk shit on Suzuki as a brand, like, oh, Kickstarter, no updates, couplers, you know, all this shit, but yet... I just rode this bike, and it felt current. It felt like it had performance. So we might be talking trash. We might not be saying, "Oh, it's you know doesn't have you know the lightweight feel of other bikes." It's not necessarily bad. Having some weight to a bike is okay at times because it does give you traction. It does give your bike a planted feel. So there are some of those things. I just think. 
and I'm guilty of it as well. Look, I'm not here trying to get excited over a Suzuki, but today kind of changed my mind of that. Like, oh, this is what could be if you built a Suzuki. I said this on the top of the Racer X show that I did with, with Kenny was two bikes that I get a boner over as far as looks. A factory Honda and then a nice, clean factory Suzuki, which is the HEP Twisted T Suzuki. Very simple, very clean, yellow and blue, looks awesome, love it. Along with Kenny's riding style and the Fox gear that he wears, it looks unbelievable. And don't think I didn't think about that while I was riding his bike today. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I look as sick as Kenny on this thing. And then I saw some pictures of me just now. I was like, ugh, it looks like dog shit. Old man style, hunched back. It's it's horrible. It, it, it is really horrible. But nonetheless, I had a great time on it. So let's break this thing down. First bike I got on was the Black Shroud bike with the Chicago Land suspension. After riding the stock 450 RMZ from 9 to 1 and then hopping on Kenny's bike, so many things are apparent. First thing I noticed was less vibration. And Kenny runs Renthal Twin Wall Bars, 996 bin. Wide bar, stiff bar, but still less vibration than that current RMZ that is out there right now. Second thing, not as rigid. I mean, I found this out within two corners. Went off of a jump, came down. I could feel right away that the touch of this bike was way more compliant than the current RMZ standard frame slash chassis slash motorcycle. I'd... I can tell you kind of what direction I think is going to be. I think um, the frame, just like Honda, may have some work to it, and you can add material to the frame, and which can make the bike plusher feeling. I don't know. The bike the frame looked stock. Uh, the team's only going to tell me so much, right? But it, it feels like it has way more compliancy, and, and that could be within the suspension as well, right? And that could be within the clamps, it could be a lot of things, but for me, the frame itself is just less rigid than a stock frame, and that is huge. It's funny because right before we did this wrap-up video for Roxon's bike, Roxon called Kenny Day on the phone, and we were talking to Roxon on the cell phone before, like, hey, we just rode your bike, and he was like, hey, man, what do you guys think? He was really interested in what Kenny had to say, and uh, Kenny and I, Roxon, when I went back and forth on comfort, how picky he is about comfort and rigidity. He was really adamant to the team. I don't want I don't want it to feel rigid. I need more comfort. And he is very, very picky between Shoah and KYB. I'm sure if you listen to other media outlet videos that will be up, because we all did this video, right? Uh, you will hear about Kenny going back and forth between Shoah and KYB. He ran Shoah in Supercross. KYB outdoor, you know, the outdoor that he rode, right? Just because of compliance. And when I was on the phone with, with Roxon, I go, in the production world, Showa has a, a more performance feel, firmer slash more dead feeling than the KYB. A KYB is more active, a little plusher, has a little bit more comfort. So there are things that I like about a Showa and KYB, and Roxon concurred. He's like, same for me. When it comes to slamming into things and just hitting stuff hard, he likes that show a feel, but he can't get the comfort that he wants out of that in outdoors. So he is running a, an air fork, which is a PSF-1 air fork KYB fork, right? 
He simply said, look, I can't really get the feel I want out of that fork in Supercross because it simply pumps up too much air and it feels like a ton of bricks. He's like, I do get that a little bit in outdoors, but he's like, I can run my air pressure a little bit lower. And then as the Moto 15, he specifically said halfway, he feels a change in his fork. So they run the pressure a little bit lower to start with to get Kenny happy 15 minutes past that you know time. So 15 to 35. Um, so he just prefers that PSF1 fork and KYB suspension when it's like faster, smaller bumps, and not stuff you just slam in new high loads, and that's what he prefers to show it. So when I was riding Kenny's bike, and, and Kenny Day and I basically kind of did a team race type test where we did two laps on, two laps off, and we just stayed out on the track. I rode two laps, got off. He rode two laps, and we did that for 30 minutes because that was our allotted time. And I feel like that was the best way to get the most feel out of what, what we had going on as far as motorcycle. Um, so for me, I feel like, one, less rigidity, two, more comfort, better slap-down feel. Kenny loves a lot of um, rebound in his fork. This, his fork is very fast um, and sometimes rides high in the stroke which caught me off guard because I feel like I'm sitting in the bike a little bit. The, the foam is not very firm. It's pretty soft um, on a seat. So I'm a little bit high up on the bars, a 996, and I feel wide. So it's, it's kind of foreign to me, but very neutral as far as lever standpoint and throttle feel and brake where he puts his brake. It's very neutral, nothing crazy. His bars are very neutral, nothing crazy there. I never adjusted anything. I just hopped on and rode it. But for me, very... Compliant suspension, easy to ride, softer than what you think. Similar to, you know, Jet's bike that I rode at Washougal, it's it's has a very similar nature as far as how soft it feels. Again, you or I, just normal dudes, could hop on this bike and go fast with how much comfort is within the suspension valving. It's not stiff. It's not rigid. It feels great. So for me, that is a big plus. Um, what took me a little bit of time is how to get the front end steering traction that normally comes with these RMZs. So here's what I figured out. But before I tell you what I figured out, hold on. Seven, eight minutes of commercials. Listen to them. There's some discount code. Save yourself some money. Be right back with 94 race bike test. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, 
Heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com. They have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. So go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington, just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Time.
Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But, hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But, again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun, get some gate drops. All right, we're back. Sorry it took so long. That was eight minutes out of your life. I know it's a quick show, but we got to get those commercials in. So here's what took me a little bit of time. Like I said before we went to break is it took me a little bit of time to get into the corner and the lean angle that I want because I felt in front end high. When I went to go into area one to, you know, of the corner and then roll the throttle on, the fork was already coming up. So I felt like I was front end high when I was already in area two of the corner, which was super weird to me because usually the front end on most other bikes was kind of stuck down a little bit more where I can feel the knobbies and get more front end traction. The reason why that is because Kenny's bike is so fucking free. The engine is so free. There is no engine braking within this four-stroke. It feels freer, as free as a two-stroke. I charged into a corner, lit off, expecting to have a little bit of dive, a little bit of bite in the front end. Nope. No dive. Nothing. Just free feeling. Um, it, it's a strange feeling for a four-stroke rider to have that. Only time I felt that was on an electric bike. <laughs> so... 
they have it. They run a slipper clutch, and that really frees up the engine, as well as other things they do with inside that engine. But that slipper clutch really does help this when these guys come charging into these braking bumps and outdoors when they're huge and there's ruts coming in. It doesn't upset the chassis. It allows the chassis to remain flat, and it doesn't create a load on it. So when I came into the corners, which not a lot of bumps today at Fox Raceway, so there's no big bumps, but it gave me a sensation of front-end high, not a lot of traction, so I had to compensate my technique and riding posture on the bike to get more front-wheel traction. Once I did that, you could come into the corner so fast because there is no dive, there is no upset of the chassis, nothing, because it's so free-feeling. Unbelievable. Even on Jets or Chase's bike, it wasn't that free. And this is a, a rider preference, right? Maybe Jet or Chase likes a little bit of engine braking. I normally like engine braking to help me steer off my front end. But now I can see why these guys, and granted, they're, they're great riders, don't get me wrong, but this helps them come into these deep-ass corners where it's choppy and nasty and huge bumps and get into those deep ruts at Nationals because the chassis is so freed up. It's not loading the front fork. It's not deflecting. It's light. The bike itself feels really light in these situations. So when I come into Area 1, this bike feels like a 250F because there's no engine braking. It took me a couple laps to be like, what is this? What is? It? What am I feeling? And sure shit. I could feel like when I pull in the lever, this clutch lever, that it's has a little bit of judder in it, and that means there's a slipper clutch in it or an auto clutch, one or the other, right? But in this case, it's a slipper clutch, and you could just come right into that corner and not have to really cover the clutch at all. sets right in, and it's really nice once you learn how to compensate your weight on the machine versus uh, the weight of engine braking. So very unique, um, very soft and a lot of movement for the fork, especially for an air fork. I don't feel like there is any crust on top of the stroke. I don't feel like there is any harsh spots. Um, again, Fox Raceway near the back, it gets baked. It gets blue groove. It gets shitty. Normally, when you have a rigid chassis, you you so, oh my gosh, you feel it so much in those areas. I do not feel that with, with Kenny's Black Shroud Chicagoland suspension bike. Um, just don't have any of that harshness that free feeling less engine braking um the engine long and linear still has nice excitement when you're i want to say mid to top end rpm response is more than low end low end's very linear and easy to ride but still has enough excitement when i'm rolling out of a corner corner to hop me up over bumps or, or whatever i need so it's a very unique chassis setting what I do notice is I do I got a little bit of head shake and, and steering movement. Even though Kenny runs his steering very stiff, that fork action is so quick, it's making my front end dance a little bit before I get settled into the corner. So it's something I would have to, to get used to, or I would run um, a little less rebound, so I would slow that thing down and just try to make it calmer in the front. Um but engine-wise, you people out there that think you need a lot of motor, I really wish you could ride Ken Roxon's bike because there is not a single gnarly hit in this bike. And it's weird for me to say that because I'm coming from a Jamie twisted engine where Jamie builds huge power, lots of motor, lots of front side. HEP Suzuki guys tamed it down. Roxon detuned it. He's like, 
I need less less hit. So gaskets, certain things to help the engine, ECU tuning, and they brought that power down to have it controllable so he can ride it for 30 plus 2 or 20 plus 1 or whatever the race is. You just can't have explosive power for that long. You won't be able to control it, and you can't corner. And it upsets the chassis. So you guys out there that are looking for this gnarly excitement, especially coming into 2024 bike season, listen to all these magazines about excitement down low. Is it fast? Where is it fast? There's nothing wrong with the smooth engine. I think we're going to see some of that with the new Kawasaki KX450, how it's smooth and linear. That doesn't necessarily mean it's slow. That could mean you will be able to ride it harder and faster and longer because it's easier to ride. You're still going to have 450 cc's of fury. It's just how it's delivered. KTM engine right now, same thing. Linear, has excitement, but just not that snap like a KX450 currently or a YZ450F. Just that's how it's delivered. These pros want smooth power because there's so much of it. You have 450 cc's. In a 250 world, you want a lot of it. You want a lot of front side. You want a lot of bottom end. You want it to rev, right? Because you're, you're trying to get every ounce out of it. Not in this 450 world. You, you just simply don't want all of it. There's no way. So Kenny really detuned the Twisted Development engine and got it to be really linear and long, and it's very friendly to ride. Easy to pivot back and forth. Um, Line choice, um, if I need to make a sudden line choice change, the bike feels really light. It doesn't feel like a titanium rigid jackhammer. And it's just, you know, it feels like a Suzuki, but way more compliant and friendly to ride. That's what it feels like. It wasn't abnormal. Like when I got on Jet's bike, I was like, this doesn't feel like a Honda. I got back on Chase's bike. I was like, this feels like a Honda. But Kenny's bike feels like a Suzuki, just way more compliant and friendly to ride. So I was like, uh, I, I had a great time on it. I wish I could spend more time and, like, dial it in. Kyle Chisholm was there as well. You can really tell that Kyle's been working with the team and Kenny's setup because Kenny has ran Kyle's setup and liked it. They're using Kyle's suspension guy from Florida on their stuff, and he's taking care of Kenny, which is probably a tall order. You know, so Kyle is actually helping out the team a lot. He's a racer still, but he's still using a lot of his testing knowledge. And Kyle, when talking to him, he's pretty knowledgeable about bike setup. So it's nice to go back and forth with him about bike setup and talk to talk to him about what he likes versus what Kenny likes and things that I noticed that he was like, oh, yeah, did you notice this? And I was like, yes, what about this? He's like, oh, that's one of the things I really like. And that's why um, some of the reason he thinks there is a lot of upside to this Suzuki versus his Yamaha when he was racing it. So that says something. And he wasn't bullshit me. This is off, off air. I wasn't recording. He was just telling me, like, there's a lot of great things about this yellow bike uh, that he likes more than the Yamaha. There's points to it that he thinks is better, which is is. Uh, very admirable for him to tell me that. And honestly, now that I've ridden Kenny's bike, I can see some of those things. He told me this a few months ago. I'm like, whatever, dude. There's no way. Well, he was right. I was wrong. Kenny's bike does do some things better um, than I than I ever thought. I just want to put it that way. Like, And I know we see Kenny during um, Saturdays um, or Saturday nights. And you're like, oh, dude, unbelievable. Kenny's a great rider. He is, but you've got to have a good bike. You can have a great rider, but if your bike isn't good, it's not gonna it's not gonna be great. 
So the HEP Suzuki guys deserve some credit, and they are a true factory team, and they have come a very, very long way, man. Like, when they first started, you think, oh, it's just another janky team out there. They've proved it, man. They've proved that they're in the, for the long haul. They, they can win races. Uh, they can make great bikes. I rode Marshall Welton's bike, I think, a year and a half ago or maybe last year for outdoors at the end of last year's outdoor. And that bike was fast, but it was way too fast. And I told Marsh, I go, why don't you dial this thing down? Kenny's bike is detuned. Like, it's detuned and very, very mellow, but yet it gets the power of the ground. Kenny gets great starts. You ever notice that? It's not because he has massive amounts of power. It's because he has the power to the rear wheel and it gets traction. Some of the slower 450s in main events or in heat races get starts because they can hook up. You look at these Yamahas in the 450 class, they're probably f- fast as shit, but it's probably very, very difficult to get the power to the rear wheel to get these guys out of the gate and not wheelie. You watch Kenny start, doesn't wheelie. You watch Adam or Jason on their KXs, they don't wheelie. I don't think their motors are gnarly. I just think they have traction. And this is what the HEP uh, 94 Suzuki does. It has a lot of traction, easy to ride, and it's not rigid. That's the main thing for me, man. The stock Suzuki is stiff, rigid, and Kenny's is not like that. It's very, very compliant. And he's running stock hangers. They tell me he's on a stock uh, races and stock offset. I want to believe him, but my ass and my my brain tell me otherwise when I'm riding it. It has stock clamps. They use RMZ250 clamps, but... Which is a smart choice, by the way. You don't always have to go to aftermarket clamps. Very, very difficult to get the compliancy with aftermarket billet clamps than stock. Um, sure, they don't look as sexy, but I'm here for comfort. Okay, uh, I just feel like the front end feels a little bit more kicked out than the stock one because I came off of the stock one, went to Kenny's, and I was like, hmm, feels a little more stable, uh, a little more, more compliant. Chassis is not as rigid, and the cornering is... Still good, but yet I have more stability coming in besides the fork moving a lot. I feel like it's kicked out. So I don't know if they want to tell us. Races are a weird thing with with teams. Uh, They are tight-lipped about races, about the angle that they use in there. They could have a 22-millimeter offset, but they could have 15 to 30-degree races, and it really does change a bike. But, man, teams are tight-lipped about that shit. I don't know why, but they are. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I do know why they don't sell races because they're expensive as shit. But we, as a consumer, could benefit from races. I think it would be cheaper than buying a set of triple clamps. We could put, you know, for example, you know, put these 15-degree races in the Suzuki. Don't need triple clamps. Now you got a compliant chassis a little bit more because you're keeping the stock triple clamp. You don't have to go to a billet uh, triple clamp. You don't have to go to a different offset. You're just taking these races and kicking them out 15, 30 degrees, helping yourself out. You can adjust the fork height, measure what you want, get what you want out of your bike. But the teams are very tight-lipped. Usually it takes a lot of engineering and time to make races, so I think that's why they're expensive. Um, Moving on to the other bike, it had super cross suspension on it. I was like, I'm out. This feels like a Suzuki. It's rigid. It's stiff. Kenny Day loved it. He, He charges things a little bit more. I'm a smoother rider. I'm a slower Kenny, a much slower Kenny Roxon. <laughs> and 
And Kenny Day is is very aggressive, charges, and he likes that stiff setup. So for me, I was uh, I was not a big fan of the Supercross stuff on Fox Raceway. Look, not a shocking. It's an outdoor track, and I'm running Supercross suspension. So not a big shocker. But nonetheless, I got that Suzuki feeling back with that other bike. Now, is that other bike exact? I don't know, man. They say... It is besides suspension. I feel like it's not. The engine delivery was a little bit different. The engine delivery had a little bit more pep, but wasn't as long. So a little bit more pep down low. wasn't as long, you know, pulling out of a corner. Um, still smooth, but just had a little bit more touch to it. Um, and I feel like the frame felt more stockish as far as uh, race degree offset it felt a little shorter to me and i i should have looked at the where they had the chain on there i didn't i didn't look at the wheelbase but i should have but it just i'm not a big looky loo kind of guy when it comes to testing i'm more feeling and this is where the battle comes in with engineers and feeling like i feel my way around a bike and i came back and told kyle and and dustin i go this bike's not the same and they laugh you're like oh yeah it's a, it's super cross suspension there may be a gearing change on here, maybe an ECU thing. Like, they kind of left that stuff out on purpose, which I don't mind because I like that shit as a test guy. Don't tell me shit. Let me just tell you what I feel, and you can tell me if I'm full of shit or if I'm on the right path. Uh, so for me, I was Black Shroud, Chicago Land suspension all day. Kenny Day was Yellow Shroud, uh, LA Coliseum suspension. But engine was really, really good on both bikes. Love the engine. Unbelievable. So. There is hope for you Suzuki guys out there because Jamie from Twisted does those engines. So you can get that spec. He, he'd give it to you. you got to pay for it, but you can get it. Um, do you want the Kenny Roxon's ECU setting Vortex engine? There you go. Now you just got to worry about your chassis. <laughs> Good luck finding races. But you can dial in your suspension. I'm fairly close. You can go to a KYB shock. You can, you know, get some KYB kit forks at Technical Touch. Um, Band-Aid a little bit with engine mounts, maybe some offsets, maybe get you close. But, dude, Suzuki is a viable option for you guys out there to go purchase and have a good time on, I feel like. I talk shit, you know, and I say, oh, I'd buy a Suzuki. But I truly would buy a Suzuki if I was just, like, trying to have fun, trying to save some money. I had to put my money into my family, but yet I want to ride a dirt bike. Suzuki is the way to go. You get a, you know, a Pro Circuit T6 pipe. You get some graphics with that bike when you buy it. We'll talk about that on their show. But, yeah, you get a muffler and some graphics along with your Suzuki. And then that'll save you, you know, two grand. And not to mention the two to 2500 that you'll save just from Suzuki being less money than a Honda, Kawasaki, or a Yamaha. So there's a lot of upside to a Suzuki. Um, it's still a great option. I think you guys should really look into it. But nonetheless, very fun time for me at Fox Raceway. I love picking apart these bikes. I wish I wish I could do this stuff more by myself or with the team because this is what I really like to do. This is, this is who I am. I like to do a lot of blind testing. I love blind testing. Don't tell me anything. Just let me feel my way around a motorcycle. And that's what gets me going. I love that kind of shit. And that was a little bit of a snippet for me today. And I really enjoyed it. Especially when it's a great bike. When you when you can feel 
how much work went into the bike. Because when I'm riding, I can feel how much effort and work has gone into it because I've been riding a stock bike all day, which doesn't mean that bike doesn't have a lot of work into it. I'm just saying the extra sweat has gone into that to that bike. I can feel it when I ride it. So great job to Dustin, Larry, all the guys over there, HEP, Twisted Suzuki, fun day. Um, I really appreciate you letting us all, all ride it. So I'm sure if you go to any media outlet right now, it's going to have those, those videos up. It'll be on RacerX Online if you want to listen to what I have to say as well as Kenny Day and all the other guys should have theirs up too, and you can uh, maybe compare. I probably won't watch all the videos, but maybe you guys should. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Let me know what all the media outlets say about it. Are we all lining up the same, or am I out in left field? Is someone out in left field? Maybe uh, do a tutorial for me. Do some homework. Email me and let me know what each media outlet says. I'm, I'd be curious. I just don't got enough time to watch all these things. <laughs> but hopefully you guys do out there. Uh, thanks for support. I appreciate it. And uh, it's a quick episode, I know. I uh, just got home. I want to download, download this stuff to you guys so you guys can hear about it and uh, maybe process it because uh, I've been processing this since I left the track uh, three and a half hours ago. So it's something I'm going to be thinking about for about three days. <laughs> That's just how my mind works. Something that I, I did with the Honda. Uh, immediately left Washougal, rode Jet and Chase's bike, came home, and I drove to Loretta Lynn's, and I thought about the bike probably uh, almost all the way to Tennessee, just thinking about what it was like, uh, things that I would change, things that I would suggest, um, all the paperwork that I filled out for Lars. Just my mind works when I get excited about something, and I was excited about Kenny's bike. So good job, 94. You got a nice bike, very Euro feeling, very soft. I feel like I need to go do some MXGP testing and really dissect those bikes. That would, whew, that would really get me going. I'd love to do that. Holy shit, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, stay tuned to Racer X. The video should be up tomorrow, and thank you for joining me, and we'll be back uh, shortly with uh, the 2024 YZ250F breakdown. We'll be back. See you guys later.